BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hi, I'm Paco Romain. And I'm George Chen. And you're listening to Subdoc, a show where we talk to our interesting friends from the worlds of comedy, writing, TV, and film about their favorite documentaries. For today's episode, we sat down with legendary comedian and actor Wayne Fetterman. You may know Wayne from his numerous stand-up appearances and roles in Curb Your Enthusiasm, Community, Step Brothers, and serving as head monologue writer for Late Night with Jimmy Fallon. Wayne chose to talk to us about Crumb, Terry Zweigop's 1995 profile on the underground comics artist Robert Crumb and his dysfunctional family. Jeffrey Anderson from the San Francisco Examiner called it the greatest documentary ever made. And now, here's our talk with Wayne. Wayne Fetterman's here with us, George. In in the house, and we've been listening to the Cheap Suit Serenades. Yeah, we've we been, have. Uh, Who are they, in case somebody doesn't know what they are? That was Crumb's... Uh, old-timey band where he plays banjo and believe that's where him and Zweigoff got to know each other was through playing music. Yeah, I believe so. According to, I mean, Terry I didn't know that, but I read that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that seems like he, he sat in with that band and then... What does Zweigoff play? Like, Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. It seems like he'd play some sort of weird flute type thing, <laughs> you know, or a lute, maybe a lute. Okay. Have either of you guys met Zweigoff? No. no. I have said hello to him because he's friends with Megan Keister and he would come to Lost Weekend oh. once in a while. And I was telling Wayne this. I remember Crumb being at a Cinecave show. Whoa. With Zweigoff. Whoa. And it, I remember it not being a particularly great show. Uh-huh. I remember it, like, it being particularly quiet. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, like, that would be hard to have Yeah, our Crumb. Yeah. Watching you. Watching yeah. with his very critical eye. And very large glasses. In the meantime, I did verify, yeah, that uh, he was in uh, Cheap Seat Serenades, yeah, and he played you. cello and mandolin. Oh, nice. see? Nice. Nice. Got to a little looty. Yeah, yeah a little so looty. it was... Because the album we were listening to is from 74, yeah. and that's... Uh, He's not on that one, for sure, yeah. But, uh, yeah, uh, Crumb, all the illustrations in the back, I hadn't looked at those in a while. Oh, right. There was a super racist one of course. I forgot about. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, I totally sure forgot. sure racist or not just racial? Racial. It's definitely racial. Okay. It's right. definitely racial. I like to make a distinction. Let's like make a, a distinction. distinction. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you were to take the sides of certain people in the documentary, like it's definitely about race, for sure. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Before we bandy that word around. Let's, just let's, not... like, let's set some guidelines. Yeah, I like to. As human beings? Yeah. Let's yeah. Is make a distinction. Is it sexy or is it sexist? There's a distinction That's a big question in this also. Yes, there is. There's a lot of that, yeah. stuff, which is uh, not the stuff I remember from watching this. And like, I think I watched this in the '90s. Oh, you did? Sure. Oh, yeah, and not in I a theater, the but theater. maybe a rental. You saw it in theater. Yeah. You saw it in theater as well. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I saw. I remember leaving the theater. I saw an afternoon a matinee in college. I remember leaving, and it was bright blue skies. It was like May or something when it when I saw it. And I remember feeling so weird after feeling watching this doc and it being a really nice day. And I did not know what to do with the rest of my day. Mm. Because it's very emotional. It's it's such an incredible documentary. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be, what, top? 
Let's just put it in the top 20. 20. It's got to be yep. in the top yeah. 20. Yeah, right? I think so. It was yeah. interesting because Morgan Spurlock has a list of the 50 documentaries you have to see before you die. Right. And it's it's I think it's at 15 or something. Oh, good. I thought but for a second you were going to say it wasn't. Like supersize me is in the up, top ten. <laughs> of course, if you're going to make your own list, you can't. Yeah. You, can't. you have to immediately Morgan. excuse your movies. Of course, yeah. yeah. Well, like you know, top comedy albums of all time, you would of course include your comedy album. I wouldn't. There, right? I, wouldn't. I wouldn't either. No way. It's, no way. There's no. There's no so because those are just albums compared to what I put out, which yeah. was just as epic. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're ahead. Lightning strike yeah. from God. Yeah. One of the haunting things about Crumb, the doc, is the soundtrack. Which which is oh, awesome. Yeah. Great the soundtrack. Sound, the soundtrack is amazing. And speaking I, of Katy Perry. Speaking of <laughs> Katy Perry. When the prenatal, prenatal soundtrack. I think she has the physique that Crumb probably would be into. No, I don't think. No? Not she's not thick enough? real thick. In yeah, the, okay. She I, seems more like a... In the booty? In, in my opinion. Got but, it. You know. Yeah. You get to learn about his sexuality in this movie. Oh, oh yes. Boy. It's pretty good. Yes. It's pretty good. Yeah, he doesn't hide anything. He's not like someone who hides much. I find that fascinating that someone can... What's even... First, fascinating that someone can dig the depths of their psychosis or whatever and right. put it out like that but also what else is he does he have that he hasn't shared that's like you know right. what I'm saying like well I do think like music is a key obviously music is a key to how Terry Zweigoff and Crumb got together right and music it, it opens with him listening like a 78 there's yeah. a lot of he seems really like a crazy record nerd too like he's mm -hmm. like worried about he's like I'll kill him if they uh, break my 78s yeah, on the way yeah. to France yeah that's not the best no no not a great that's not a great crumb but it was it was a good try yeah. like the opening shot's amazing because it shows him kind of like on the floor holding his knees and like you know like and that's it sets the tone for kind of the entire film yeah i thought the opening shot was like I All can. the little figurines. Yes. Yeah. Well, it does that. Pan it does the <laughs> it panning shot. Up. Yeah. The end of the credits is is him. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Credits. Yeah. Like you definitely see like a ceramic huge ass yes. in the beginning. Yeah. That's yeah. What yeah. What you initially see. And that also sets the scene for the doc. It definitely does. Yeah. For it, it's such a great. It's such a smartly made documentary. And one one of the things I noticed. It's lucky. It's just yeah. lucky that he picked that guy. Right. And that he was allowed that access. Yeah. Before we get into it. Yeah. Can we talk about? The main thing about Crumb, if you haven't seen it, it's about Crumb, not called our Crumb, right. because he wanted it to be more about that family. Oh, his wife off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just realized that watching it today, yeah. I'm like, oh, there's a reason it was never called our Crumb, because yeah. it's so much about I never thought about that, but you're right. Yeah, he centers on Charles and Maxon. Yeah. And but our... here's the thing that I'm, of course, most curious about. Those two sisters, where yeah, are they? Yeah. Exactly. Who do they live? Do you guys think about them? Well, of course. Why wouldn't they participate? I think it's pretty obvious why they wouldn't participate, why? don't you think? Because they probably think their brothers are creepy and weird, and maybe they're normal. I think that's why it is. I think that there's a lot of implied abuse and neglect and a combination thereof. Of, of what happened, that happened in that house? Yeah, yeah, so uh, seeing how everyone... Seeing as Robert Crumb... Is the most normal of the brothers. Yes. That leaves a lot of room for uh, outliers, I guess. Yes. But I did see that one of the uh, sisters ended up marrying a writer who she had met through Robert. It's implied that it's, oh, okay. it, Wikipedia says this. Uh, mm. She married a guy who was friends with uh, R. Crumb. Mm. Um, so 
That, 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 so, of course, that was my first thing. Like, yeah. why aren't these two talking? Right. And yeah. Will they ever talk? And, like, where are they? What yeah. are they? And they must be. Because that family is very, as cr- literally crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, his, he calls his brother Looney. Yeah. And the, uh, you know, um, like, they're smart. They're Super very smart. Am I right about that? Is, that was one more. Uh, of the myriad of takeaways I got, the one why yes. I love this. Would yeah. you agree that they're smart? Yes. Some yes. might say geniuses. Even the mom. You would say genius. Yeah. Da-ding, da-ding, da-ding. Oh, yeah, no. two, number two. No. Yeah, no, they, they are, <laughs> ext- I mean, kind of, you know, savantish, you know, like. For sure. Like spectrum, a little bit on the spectrum. Oh, you know, super on a spectrum. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Is look, that the autism spectrum? Right. Right, yes. Okay, all right. Yeah, they seem, but like, that's, I feel, oh man, there's so much. I know, this is what, uh, if you're going to ask me why I picked this movie. Yes, why did you pick this? Uh, well, uh, because you'd already done Wiener, and that's the one I really wanted to do. Is <laughs> <laughs> because I, uh, unlike most documentaries, which is usually about one thing, and like some little, this is right. about genius. Three, three, ding, 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 ding. 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 Yeah. Um, commerce, right. luck, right. Um, father, son stuff, tons, brother, sibling, sibling stuff. rivalry tons. stuff, tons. mom stuff, tons. drug abuse, tons. drug usage, LSD, yeah, yeah, is a big part of this. Right. This, uh, you know, the mom's on amphetamines, the mm-hmm. the uh, and uh, culture and American fame, pop. F- fame, yeah, fame is a big part of this, yeah. yeah. Like, it you is. Think that's crazy that he became fa- super famous, you know, and then, and then his just, and also, I, I, I just love. There's a scene with him and his son yeah. where they're just talking Jesse, about yeah. Justin. Is that his name? I think it's Jesse. Jesse. Yeah. Jesse. Where they're just talking like shop. Yeah. About drawing. Like work, literally father son. Yeah. No, but I'm saying like when you break down Crumb, he does a lot of work. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you never think of it. You just think, oh, it's like, oh, I'm actually doing this. Right. I'm creating this, and so, so it has any, and they explore all of those themes and more. Am I missing any? Um, mental health, I guess. Yes, mental health. Yeah. 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 The difference between I'm not going to use the word gene, but brilliance. Well, because I don't want to say it again, and. And and craziness like that line, that line yeah, that's, yeah. That's we all know that the way his brothers end up, he could have ended up like that I easily, easily, right? Easily. Do you feel like LSD saved him? That's kind of I the do. Implication. I feel like he like he why, basically whatever says it. retriggered <laughs> his brain to not be like his brothers, right? And it also it led to his style and like this the 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 evolution of his drawing style. Yeah. Well, I think it also helps to that's be a great point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it LSD saved. R. Crumb. It's I certainly an argument. Okay, say, we're yeah. done this podcast, yes, guys. Good night, everybody. This was, everybody. Fun. This this was fun. fun. Let's talk about tickled. Uh, um, <laughs> no, but I think also when when you have when you grow up not having any confidence like the Crumb brothers and not feeling special, when all of a sudden you're tapped on the shoulder by people and saying you're special, like people thought Robert Crumb was special when he was still in his twenties. Mm-hmm. I think that helps a lot to like. Wait, when he was doing the. American greeting cards, or like stuff? Big Brother and Holding Company. Well, like the stuff, Zap or... Comics, and you know, like that was a. I think that was a little late. He, he could have like early, maybe early thirties. I'm not sure. I'm not sure exactly. But the time. I see what you're saying. But but when you're when people say to you like you have something special, and obviously his brothers didn't get that, you know, yeah. from the greater public. Why? But, but it 
but his brother Maxon mm-hmm. certainly that could have been a style of painting that could have people been. went nuts for. Yeah. They're, well, they're certainly talented. Charles seems like a genius himself. Yeah. Ding, ding, four. Genius. Actually, one thing I did do some follow-up. Max now sells his paintings. Of course. There's a, there's a pre... Uh, like It's kind of like pre-orders. Like There are people that are just ready to buy anything he's going to put out. That's yeah, cool. No so, question. And he's so based on this documentary. From that. Right. Yeah. Based on this. Yeah, exactly. So this documentary, in the Made way that him. LSD saved mm. Robert... This documentary commerce, yeah, yeah, yeah. You could, I would argue, yeah. I, I remember true. seeing Maxon on the streets on Market Street in San Francisco when I first moved there. Mm-hmm. He would be, he would be doing the um, the nails thing, yeah, yeah, sitting on the bed of nails and just, just, I mean, chilling. the way we talk about it, just like you know, just a guy sitting on a bed of nails, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. he's Crumb's brother, yeah, yeah. and, and he's the swallowing other a ribbon yeah. through his intestines, yes, it takes three <sighs> days. <sighs> How does that actually work? I don't know. I've never heard of anyone. It doing also that. looked like shoestring. Like it looked. Yeah, like the, it, was it ma- took me a while the first time I saw it to even like even comprehend. I thought it was just like nervously chewing on it. Like right. oh, and then like it's to go good. through. And, oh, and he uses the same one over and over again. That's what I. Maybe he gets a new one. I, I he at hope least gets he a gets a new, new one. one. I didn't I think know. about. But that. okay, I'm gonna. This is I'm gonna describe not describe this, but do it for you guys, and you describe it. Okay. Is there any point where this happens? He's yeah doing like a floss, <laughs> uh, human centipede style flossing. That's what someone else said. I do not. I I don't think you could point? do it. I don't think you could do it. I don't, you can't do too that. Many, no. Too many, too many twists turn, and turns. Turn. Yeah. yeah, you would just rip through yeah. Yeah. a piece of even a ribbon would like rip through your. Guts. It seems refreshing though. It does seem Sorry, a refreshing. <laughs> At the end of that process, oh, what would you call that? That's some sort of flossing for sure. I feel like floss is not the right word. No, it's, like it's pipe cleaning. It's, yeah, it's like yeah, a, it's, yeah. I feel like there's a better descriptor of that. Yeah, it's certainly not. But and yeah, it takes three days to get through, and then I guess you just anyway. Then it just hooks on one of those nails, and you just slowly walk away from it uh, <laughs> and just pull it out. Oh, but yeah, he's no. still. As far as uh, the internet says, uh, Max is still alive, mm. mm-hmm. still in San Francisco, mm-hmm. selling his paintings. Did you notice? Still that- living, kind of like where he's working on these paintings that are worth a couple thousand dollars, but he still has like a leak, a leaky roof, and he's like, "Oh no, water's getting on this painting." Like, and, yeah. Ugh. It's just intense. But that could be just his own spectrum Yeah. Yeah. Life. yeah. He, yeah, he's holding up like an SRO somewhere yeah. in the Tenderloin. Or, well, or maybe it was wait, what does that mean? What does that mean? Uh, Single s- residence occupancy. Yeah, you like, pay by the like, week. Yeah, weekly. Okay, because there, was there a RSO Records? Oh, yes. Like, there was, was an RSO Records. That's, I'm not looking at my computer. No, I'm me neither. Girl, so but I, I do feel b- like there's a 1970s era disco records were put out by Robert Stigwood. I think that's right. Uh, yeah, that's in. Look at away yeah. analog uh, brain works. Oh, wow. So SRO means single residence occupancy. See, yeah. yeah. I th- RSO is a disco label. <laughs> right. Yeah. Sames. Well, I remember one scene where uh, Max and, and Robert are walking down the street, and I realized that's the Mission Theater. It's where Alamo oh, Draft House is. Right, now, right. Because I saw that sign. Yeah, So yeah. that was a mission. Then a lot of it was Market Street. I think right. he ended up in the Tenderloin 
at some point. Yeah, it but, looks like the Tenderloin when he's, yeah, visiting. When he's in This the is thing. all San Francisco talk for those people <laughs> yes. who are yeah. not familiar not, with don't the, care. He was yeah. also in the, the hate. 415 and yeah. don't know what's going on. Yeah, there's a lot of hate street in there, too. Yeah, well, Walking they're in that one particular scene where they're in the diner and the guy's feeding his pet rat. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. He's feeding him lettuce That's and water. That That's is, what I recall the hate. Nothing's thing, changed yeah. of the hate since that was filmed in the 80s. Yeah. But I just, I mean, there's, and there's also about counterculture. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 60s and like he's in the middle of it all but he hates it he yeah. hates the music yeah but the, the the he gets advice from janice joplin on how to meet girls <laughs> grow his hair yeah. out and unbutton his shirt wear, wear bell bottoms yeah. yeah oh my i like when people hear they're like everyone thought i hung out with the dead <laughs> i hate yeah. the dead yeah <laughs> he's like yeah. oh. it's so you can't, what comes out of this guy's mouth yeah. is so worth the two ninety nine iTunes rental Absolutely. or whatever. Definitely, yeah. It's, it's oh, it's a, it's like we said, one of the best documentaries ever made. And he's got like integrity. That's the thing mm-hmm. too. Like at one point, he says that SNL wanted to offer him money. Was it SNL that one? He said yeah, SNL, yeah, okay. and then he said the Rolling Stones wanted him to do an oh, album yeah, yeah. cover. And one of the talking heads said that he was offered like a hundred thousand dollars just to begin with, and he said no. Yeah, that's like nuts. It. Yeah. So I mean, is that smart or is that dumb? Do you I don't know. I don't know. But I, I don't know how he made his like all his money. Right. Like, was it from those comic books? Did he just sell? I think back in the day they they sold really well, and you could actually right. make a living from doing some of that stuff. Oh, yeah. there's like a Jesus. Well, well, I don't know. Like lawn keeping. I think we're fine. It's probably okay. We can handle it. We yeah, can handle we can handle it. that. We can handle we're comedians. We've it's uh, like being heckled. We're fine. The, uh, but I mean, obviously, there's a jaw dropping of the many jaw dropping moments in this movie. Yeah, of a throwaway line that he trades a small box of discarded right. ideas. <laughs> Not even full just things that he Sketches, writes. Yeah, sketches. Just a small box of discarded like. Stuff they like worked on half finished. Da, da, da. Right. What does he trade it for? A house <laughs> in France. Yeah, <laughs> in the south of France. Yeah. That's yeah, that's nuts. I was thinking, I mean, like he was like tearing out a drawing he would make of a girl and just give it to the girl. I'm like, I hope that girl like kept that because that's definitely like worth a shit ton of money. Right Absolutely. Now, yeah. yeah, he talks about drawing people when he's in that cafeteria or the diner in the hate he's mm-hmm. like this girl liked it and i just gave it to her it's like damn but then there's the moment where the guy at the comic book store asks him for a autograph autograph and he's just like no yeah he's so i don't want to do it yeah is that what he said i think he says he said the way he said it he says i don't think so. i don't think so i don't think i don't think that's gonna happen I can't yeah remember. the way he said it was so interesting yeah mm-hmm. he looked very like it was painful for him it did look painful for him yeah a lot of things actually one thing i know he was friendly to the guy yeah friendly to that kid. yeah i mean it's hard you know again this is i'm sure you're talking about this a lot in your documentary 51 mm-hmm. going on 55 yeah. um <laughs> like how much the camera changes right. the reality of it mm-hmm. and and even though he does especially with that ex-girlfriend of his he almost comes off a little sadistic with her yeah. like he kind of like in the arc grabs yeah. her and yeah. like gets up in her face and yeah and she just wants to know like why were you like so mean to me and why, and why did you act you, like that why were you <laughs> and like, he would just start laughing yeah just, well that, that, 
As I say, yeah, he laughs all the time. Yes, his he response does. to everything, stuff that we're just like our jaws are dropping. Yeah. Like, and well, he's like his brothers, <laughs> I mean, bro- it, and his yeah. mom, they all yeah. do that. They all have yeah. that. Mm-hmm. He's like, uh, you drank a bottle of shoe polish, <laughs> and they, they all just—they're all giggling. Yeah. yeah, it's their way of. It's like a defense mechanism. It's a way to to, to project, you know, off of them. Yeah, like, it's so that. Just that alone is fascinating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let alone all of these other things we're talking about. I, and then you never expect. The, I keep forgetting that the mom shows up. You know, you, yeah. I, she's just an off-camera voice for a while. Yeah. Which is is oh, it's just so great to see Charles's face. Right. When his mom yells at him from the stairwell when he's on camera, because you can see he's just like, oh, just like leave me alone. But yeah. he lives with his, he's fifty and living with his mom, you know. Yeah. And I guess he never For left. Thirty years, right? He was, yeah. They say that he was thirty years and life. almost never left. And I think so. I was. Uh, this is that time period of documentaries where they would not give you uh, time and place kind of stuff because mm-hmm. now it'd be like Philadelphia, you yeah, know, yeah, June. Yeah. 2016, right. but they didn't do that in this doc, so it's hard to tell. I think that house is in Philadelphia. I believe, yeah, I believe so. Right? Yeah, right? That sounds right. right. Yeah, because he was going to go do that lecture in the beginning where he was showing oh, the right. slides. So I think he, that's like a oh trip God, where right. they're visiting. Uh, he's like, and that phone call he's making to his mom, like, yeah, you know, is Charles Charles doesn't want to be on camera? Okay, whatever. And then eventually, I guess right. the crew shows up, and he probably can. But how often in life? I mean, let me get back. I'll get back to the house and say, do you, you're like a teenager. You can't get girls. All the like jockey guys get the girls you want. Scotch. And then just, yeah. That's scotch. And then it's like, I'll show them. And he shows them. And he yeah. Like, like it, how often is that? No, never. That never. 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 You end happens. up working in a comic book store. Yes. Like, it's like. <laughs> Asking famous uh, yeah, yeah. comic book guys for their autographs. It was just. Like that, that happened. That yeah. he, yeah, that he even had that many ex girlfriends was shocking in a right, way. Right, right, right. Yeah, like comics groupies or something. Well, he said. Well, that girl was like, "You lied to me, and I saw you with right." right? Isn't that yeah. what happened yeah. with with the woman that ended up being his wife? Or yeah. No? yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think she just said like he was supposed to be two hundred miles away, and then she saw him with yeah. another woman. Yeah, so like, but he all it sounded like he could get them because of his fame and notoriety, but. He probably didn't know what to do with them once he got them. Like catching the big yeah. fish, you're like, Ugh. well, the woman, the blonde woman who's the editor of Jugs, mm-hmm. right. like what she says about <laughs> him is so interesting. She just like basically psychoanalyzes him. He's like, breast men are aggressive. Yeah, yeah. Butt men are like submissive. Right. Like it's about the mother, and so it's like a very Freudian kind of look at it. Which I mean, there's got like I said, there's a lot of implied weird, maybe incestuous stuff, maybe abuse stuff. In the family, it's like it, you never see. Well, the dad died in '82, so mm-hmm. he never makes it. In the, I feel like he wouldn't have done the interview no. anyway if the dad was still around. No way he would have done that interview. I can't possibly see it Mr. Crumb. Just, yeah, like when they're creating all their comics and stuff. That actually reminded me of like the Wolf Pack. If you've seen that, just yes, about this, I have seen the, the Wolf the, Pack. The brother is having to create their own weird universe. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah you're right. I mean, they obviously they were like a pact. You know, yeah. they were a pack, and they were like, hey, when, you know, let's get out of this alive if we can. And Yeah, I definitely feel like Charles and Max did not talk, because all the information was being passed through Robert. Yeah, you right. never see the two of yeah. them together. And no. it seems like Max had a lot of resentment towards the mother as well. Well, okay, was Max the youngest? Like, I don't even know the The youngest order. of the boys, I believe. Of oh, the boys, of so the boys. Yeah, it seems like Charles was oldest. Obviously, Charles was the oldest. Yeah. yeah. That's a given. Clearly, I'm yeah. talking about the other two. Yeah, I, I yeah, Max, Max is younger than Robert. But he was, okay. We don't know where the sisters fall into the right. story. Yeah, yeah. Because we didn't yeah, get yeah. to get into that too much. But yeah. he mentions like like Charles was the CEO, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, the 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 daughter the sisters oh, were the secretaries right, or whatever. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, it's so fast. Robert Crumb was the treasurer, mm-hmm. and then Max was the supply guy. Yeah, like he had to go get supplies. And he remembered that. Yeah. Did we? Did they say what the dad did or anything? Yeah. Well, he wrote that book about sales. Oh, he's a sales guy. Yeah, he was a sales guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was, sales, he was like, that's yeah. sociopathy though, right? Sales, like a lot of like that's like just like manipulating people. Sure. It's yeah, and he's post World War Two. He was a World War Two vet. Right. Yeah. And, Greatest generation. Yeah, and that picture they show yeah. where he talks about the permanent smile and how it's a sign of depression. Oh man. You know, like they, the Japanese businessmen have the permanent smile kind of thing, and mm-hmm. they show that picture, and his eyes are just like dead. And he's got this weird ass smile on his face. It's like, ugh. He looks like a yeah, disciplinarian. Yeah, there's another. I mean, that's another issue that I didn't bring up in my preamble of just like that, you know, 50s, gener- 50s America. And mm-hmm, right. Like he rejected it so much. But if you look at 50s America through the eyes of somebody who grew up in the Depression, it's like yeah. heaven. Yeah. And he thought it was hell. Like right. How quickly that would change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they get into it a little bit about the sitcom, or I mean, of the like 50s. Right. You know, the 50s nuclear family and how everything's pleasant. Right. And, right. Every, on the surface. Everything's uh, yeah. surface. And then right. there's these weird undercurrents. And he, he draws the uh, cartoon about the, <laughs> the, the family where the mom comes out. In yeah, S and M gear, straight up the aristocrats. Yeah, just like <laughs> yeah. all like weird incest <laughs> stuff. Charles is the one that started this whole comic thing in the family. He was completely obsessed with comics when we were kids, and had absolutely no other normal kid interest. He wasn't interested in toys or games. He didn't play sports. He didn't do anything but read comics, draw comics, think comics, and talk them. I and I mean, I like drawing, but. I had other drawing interests besides comics, like to draw realistic scenes and, you know, just pictures of buildings and cars and stuff. He wasn't interested in that at all. It was only the comics. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off-limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach— blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. Grab your copy of the Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey listeners, are you looking for a new source of documentaries? I know I am. Well, guess what? There's an app for that. It's called Guide Doc. Discover and watch the world's best hand-picked and award-winning docs from around the globe. A new must-see documentary each day. 
Here's a doc I just found called Skatistan. It's about a nonprofit organization bringing skateboarding to kids in war-torn Kabul. You can sign up through the app in the iTunes App Store and stream all Guide Doc movies for one low monthly subscription of just $4.99. Go to guidedoc.tv slash subdoc and enter your email address for a chance to get a free month of Guide Doc. And now, back to SupDoc. So, Wayne, if you were to pitch this to somebody who hadn't seen it, how would you describe Crumb? Kind of the way I did earlier. I would say it's, uh, it's at its core, just a documentary about a famous cartoonist, uh, or a cartoonist in the counterculture who became wildly famous. Mm-hmm. But then expands into areas that you are not would have no idea going into the movie and are revelatory in ways that are staggering. Yeah, that's the way I would describe it. That would make me want to watch it. Would it? Is that? I don't think I'm overselling it. No, no I mean I, think I you're underselling it for a long actually, time. Yeah. I, I know forgot it sounds that. weird, like yeah. Uh, yeah. just a movie. Yeah, it is a, a and lot. And I of like right that it's shot time. on film. Oh yeah, yeah. It has a very. It's just the colors are great. In mm-hmm. it. Yeah, even the titles. I realize. Yes. Like, oh, the titles are so old time. I mean, he's so obsessed with old timiness. He is obsessed so with not era? fitting into. Yeah, what like his outfit? What era do you think that is? Twenties, like with the straw hat and everything. I mean, he's obsessed with like seventy eights and like that era of music. So I think yeah, twenties, thirties, maybe. He doesn't seem to fit in. He seems to be very anti, obviously, like yuppies. Right, because like he 80s, talked a lot about he hated culture. that there was yeah. any advertisement, Adidas right. thing, yeah. names of football teams. He hated right. like these are walk. Do you, don't you realize that you're now just. And it's so second nature to everyone now that you're just part of this capitalistic. Yeah. yeah. Well, that uh, reminds wheel. me. Yeah. That scene where it shows like. <laughs> so there's that in it yeah. as well. Yeah. Capitalism. Yeah. There's yeah. that scene where it just. <laughs> and sort of... he's a beneficiary of capitalism. Of course. For Sorry sure. to yell, but yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. This is why I love this movie. Yeah. yeah. So there's. It's. Unlike most documentaries. It's an onion. I mean, even him going to f- southern France, he's like he's already pretty remote. He's like living in Winters, which is like I guess above like Sacramento. Yeah, it's near Sacramento. And and it seems pretty isolated and pretty. There's no internet back then. He seems pretty removed from things. But even but then, then yeah, yeah, he but, still has to go to France. But even I felt like the couple didn't even have the self awareness of like. Oh, look at these houses that are being built. Like, well, your house was built mm-hmm. right and ruined somebody else's view. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, they no reflection no. of that. Yeah, it's like, oh, we hate this kind of progress. Stay away from our house. Yeah, yeah, well, he's reactionary for sure. He he's is. A I don't think he has much personal reflection. R. Crumb. It doesn't seem no. like it. I don't think he's the kind of guy that sits around and goes, "How could I better myself?" Do you think he knew how like charming he was? Like when because he, he is kind of very in his weirdness. honesty. Yeah. yeah, his absolute. Yeah, honesty. He's, I don't think so. He doesn't seem self-reflective to me. I don't right. think he thinks about those things. I think he's kind of seems like the kind of guy that's day to day. You know, like how he can take things day to day. Okay, I have a. By the way, I have a crazy postscript about this. There's a part not to give away too much, but the older brother Charles basically goes crazy. Was a comic strip and started writing. To me, the most mm. um, unsettling part of the movie is. You see this comic book that he writes, and it's pictures and mm-hmm. dialogue, and then slowly 
The pictures, how would you describe it? The pictures, pictures shrink and the dialogue starts to fill all the boxes until it's just nothing but dialogue. And then page after page yeah. of just dialogue, no pictures. Yeah. Yeah. And then what happens then? And then the, the dialogue starts to just become squiggly lines. crazy squiggles right. that he can't even tell if they're upside down. But they have the shape, they have the spaces <laughs> right. of, of words. words. Yeah. But there's no words. She's not using yeah. letters, right? He can't even read it. Page himself. after page. Yeah. yeah. Page that's a descent Evolution, into yeah. madness. I mean, I know, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a descent. Yeah, yeah as he called him, it yeah. became more loony. Is the word yeah. he used to but describe I, his brother? And his characters got squiggly, like the like he started using the squiggly. Oh, the ribbon, or like the the folding effect. Yeah, you know, like yeah. Just the, which I I loved his drawings. His drawings are great. Oh yeah, like what you're talking about. Uh, Charles. Charles. Like when Charles does. Okay, so then there's that big scene, which was like the 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 cartoon test. Right. Yes. Yeah. That was a great oh, scene. Forgot about that. Where like he basically like kind of breaks the rules of the test, but clearly is like very talented. But it's like the guy just can't even like doesn't know what to do with him. And I think a lot of people would see that now and be like, oh yeah, well like that's what alternative comics should have been doing is like breaking all these mm-hmm. these barriers. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, it just t- lead, even. Robert is just like, yeah, that was an indication that he was like losing it. Mm-hmm. So he he knows how to play within the he knows how to color within the lines to a degree, even though yes. he's like pushing it. He's pushing the content. He's definitely pushing like racial, sexual mm-hmm. buttons all oh, the time all over the place. Yeah. So um but yeah, he's just like him as a Robert as a cartoonist is very like id, and then I feel like Charles, like if he had kept going could have that's the thing about it when we're talking about like where these guys went like clearly they all have artistic talent the brothers all no do no question and no question yeah. maybe the sisters did too maybe yeah, it probably. never got right. it never got expressed in that way you know but also yeah so it's this is about talent and it can it be inherited i mean it seems like it can be well, right roberts the generations right his yeah. kids both his son and daughter wait but here's the thing my little postscript i wanted to say and um, someone's trying to break into the <laughs> should, house. Should have fired him. Should have fired these guys. Um, that I read an interview years ago mm-hmm. with Zweigoff, the guy who directed it, and just about the movie. And he said that Sophie, the daughter, started drawing using the squiggly lines that his uncle did. Oh, you're, you're kidding? No, me. I am not kidding. Without what? any prompt, like that yeah, was her yeah, style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know if she saw this. She thing. might have seen this. Oh, yeah, right. I don't know. But still. Yeah. Oh, wow. I don't want you to say the word red flag. Right, right, right. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so when I read that, I was like, what's that? Um, so, with, you know. That's odd. So that even brings up. But then I heard that she's she has a kid now. So oh, yeah, she has a kid. So and, maybe she didn't descend into Oh, what? like she didn't. Like It was, may have just been a weird trait that. Like yeah, who knows? Talent. Who knows? Or something. Both in her, their her mom's, her, uh, his husband, her, his wife is also a comic artist. Her mom, so both her parents comic people. But yeah, that particular style coming back in, that would just chill me if I saw my kid. Chilled me that. when yeah. I read it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's so nuts. wild. Yeah. Did you guys ever see Fritz the Cat? The the cartoon, cartoon version, like the yeah. animated yeah. version. I feel like I've seen clips of it. Was it I Ralph Bakshi? Yeah, yeah. Well, Ralph Bashki, Bakshi, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I, I mean, I, saw, I same. I saw parts of it. Yeah, yeah. It's got a great soundtrack, mm-hmm. right? Ralph, what doesn't it have? Sing, sing, sing in it? No, I'm thinking about another one. I'm thinking about that other cartoon uh, that that he did as well. That, that yeah, American, that other, uh, yes, Splendor. 
No, no. not Splendor. American something. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. I know what you're talking pretty about. Good. Not checking. Not checking not, notes. We're not looking. Not at we're notes. not. We're living in. Adam. You can. I just. I, I like. No, I like this. You do. I, no. Yeah, I like this. Role. I met. I, like a, I met a dude because uh, there's somebody right now screaming you, at their iPhone because mm-hmm. like, they know it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I met a guy. I mean, this is just a tan- another tangent, yeah. but uh, I met a guy who had. He's a Pixar guy. He worked on a lot of the Pixar stuff, like Cars and stuff. And he said he had gotten his start working for Ralph Bakshi on uh, that Cool World movie with Brad Pitt. Oh. Yeah. Oh. It's like maybe the last major studio Ralph Bakshi movie. Interesting. And just like how they basically like got a budget and promised they could deliver this thing and then just had to work like maniacs to rotoscope all these characters. Ugh, you know? Yeah. Like it, I think this might have been like 90 or something. So, yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. That's a lot of work. And he so he had some funny Ralph Bakshi stories, which I cannot remember all of them, but <laughs> just a random connection. Yeah. yeah, he seemed to very I'm sure he would have uh, I'm sure Crumb hated this he hated the movie. I'm yeah. sure he hated the He's, soundtrack because he didn't seem to like any. What was on the soundtrack? Did you remember? It was just very it was like had a jazz very funky jazz. Can you give me soundtrack. one artist or song? Mm, I don't remember. Imagine any, a lot of Wawa. I, I remember that it was a really hard to find album. I remember looking for it. My brother, one of my older brother's friends, had the soundtrack, and I loved listening to it because it was very jazzy. It had like jazz organ, and you know, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just I remember trying to find it, and I could never find it. Um, Do you guys remember seeing that "Keep on Trucking" thing everywhere? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was very big when mm-hmm. I. I mean, yeah. yeah. I was alive in the 70s. Mm-hmm. Like, it was a thing. Mm-hmm. Where were the... Oh, Jesus. Mr. Natural. Yeah, Mr. Natural. But it was the brothers, the... Um, the Furry Freak Brothers? Yeah, the Furry Freak that Brothers. Is, that's not him, right? That's it always reminded else. me of that. I don't oh, yeah, think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they're like... They're, I think that's a British one, maybe. Yeah. 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 You know what's awesome? Also odd is how much people bit off a of crumb. Maybe it was to keep on trucking. Maybe it was those t-shirts. Because mm-hmm. they did sell a lot. Yeah. Like, that's what... That would be interesting. Yeah. And that was LSD... Inspired, right? It's, that he said that he started seeing things in different perspectives. I think he's like the feet and the legs started growing. Yeah, yeah. I that's think part did. of it, and that's when I think of him. I do think like everything of his is like the feet, the feet and the right. legs are kind of like right. very prominent. He, he definitely thinks, has a fetish. Yeah, yeah. No yes. There is no Butts question about what he's into. I mean, when was the last time? You jumped on a girl's back for piggyback. <laughs> I mean, it's been it's, a while. <laughs> it's right, something like he, he did yeah. like immediately. Like I think I saw him do it twice in the movie. Yeah, yeah. I know definitely once. Yes, and he draws it too. Yeah, and he, he draws, draws it. I was like, yeah. he's like into Amazons. What's that? Uh, that that show he's watched as a kid that like jungle. Oh, woman. Sheena of the Jungle. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. really obsessed with that. The too, blonde yeah. girl that's from the jungle. That's another thing yeah. about like how these images <laughs> Fetishism, as a kid, yeah. like how early they start. He was yeah. turned down by Bugs Bunny. He kept a Bugs Bunny right. cartoon uh, in, a, oh, in his pocket. I, compl- I completely <laughs> forgotten the thing about Charles and his crush. Yeah, on the on the Treasure long, Island, Treasure Island. Yeah, oh, right. little boy. Yeah, that right. had to be part of what drove him nuts. Like, just do you think there was a homosexuality? Like, yeah, like a homoerotic. Like maybe maybe some self hatred around that too. And just I'd like imagine. I'm not even gonna. This, I don't want to go out in the world. No. Knowing what I know about me, well, he or like is his alpha male dad, you know. I don't know. The weird thing was, it was, I felt like the dad, and again, this, I'm gleaning this only from the movie, mm-hmm. was very hard on Charles. Yes, yes, and oldest. I think because Charles, if you look at pictures of him, looked like a robust young man, right. as opposed to the other ones that look like skinny yeah. little yeah, nerd kids. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, there's even a picture of him. He's got a great head of hair. And yeah, he like he's a, handsome. Yeah, like yeah. a handsome dude. And yeah. I think the dad was like, okay, oh, this is going to be... Here's our football player. Yeah, he's our, here's our yeah. guy. 
And then, and then maybe he's like, mm. he was gay. Or, yeah. or just I mean, like, I don't know. his, yeah. like, yeah, his, or his scutch experience seemed right. to be the major scarring thing that has kind of like, was a thing that happened to him, but that Robert completely, like, uh, absorbed took him to himself. Yeah. yeah. This experience with this bully pushing oh, his the, brother uh, down, about, and he must have like really looked up to his brother too. Of course, because he—I mean, his brother was the one that started the comics, thing. right? That's the other. Thing that's, that's what crazy. he says. Yeah. He said the yeah. whole thing comes from Charles. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Charles was the brain behind the operation, and and what did Charles play in that in the organization? In there, he uh, was the CEO. He, he was, was the, the CEO. He was the president. Okay, so that says something. All right? the yeah. orders came from yeah, yeah. from Charles, and, and their dad was a salesman. So yeah, that makes all sense. Yeah, but yeah. the scutch thing is, and, and I think he even mentions that Charles has never had sex before. Yeah, yeah, he does say that. Forty-year-old virgin. So I think that might be a, a sit, sit, but uh, I don't know. I just just thinking about like the dynamic of that family. Yeah, and. What they clearly had. all super intelligent, mm-hmm. but in a way, like where... how though? It's like they're <laughs> all like high school. They all just went to high school, right? Right. They're very literate, I would say. Well, yeah, right. Because Charles kept reading these books over and over again. He's like, "Oh, I might read Hegel." Yeah, like, uh, like I, I went <laughs> yeah. to college. I've never read Hegel. Yeah, you know? he's talking about <laughs> yeah, exactly. Kant and Hegel. Yeah. And what I found, <laughs> yeah, like for as far as production wise, this is some interesting stuff. So it's filmed over six years. Okay. And I thought it was longer than that. Uh, the research yeah, yeah, I found okay. was filmed over, well, over six years. So, yeah, yeah it could, yeah. Be could seven. start in 85. Maybe? Could have started, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. that last, uh, when he's moving to France, right. the notebook says 90, which I was like, oh shit, I thought this came out in 94. I, I remember. Oh, so, so it might have taken three years to edit right. and like get the backing yeah, and everything. Yeah. yeah. I think it was officially re- released in 95. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it hit the circuit in 94. In 90, 94, Maybe gotcha. Like festivals but the, yeah. David Lynch was a producer. I did not remember that either. Yeah. That, that, was, was, a, that was memorable, yeah. I think that's pretty That's pretty interesting. I, it kind of makes sense when you see it. Mm-hmm. You're like, I could see that happening. Yeah. And I, I guess um, uh, Terry Zweigoff also asked um, one of the Monty Python guys for okay. some help. Budgetarily, well, supposedly he Zweigoff was super poor. I mean, that's the quote I keep reading. That mm-hmm. he was like lived on like twenty dollars a month for a number of these years. He was making this movie, and yeah, like, I don't even know how he got the film stock. I mean, I would really, yeah. I'd oh, like yeah. to know a little more. Oh yeah, yeah, a little like how he got those cameras and the crew, yeah. and the sound guys, yeah. and all of that, right? Because I mean, they did they describe the crew coming into that house in Philadelphia, right, and. Yeah, you know, and the mom doesn't want to be She's, part of it, and then oh, by the end, did you think like maybe it was that they don't ever open those windows because you notice there was like stuff like there was like 100%, comforters, 100%. comforters over the windows, yeah. and like so like the last scene is you see Charles being like I'm putting it down, mother. You yeah, know? because they yeah. needed the light for those. They were like those hoarders. Th- yeah. Oh man, it's insane. He lost his teeth and like. Oh my gosh. And the mom's like, you got to put them in and get used to them. For your self pride. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There is no pride without a relation to other people. Uh, one of my, f- and in a weird way, that's true. <laughs> it is. There's no shame either. Then no shame, no pride. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In a way, either it's side. true. He was yeah. like he was very elevated. What that guy was saying. And can I also just double back to another area that gets explored is uh, is high school. Oh right, like yes. How like how the horrible pecking order the packing order of high school, yeah. and especially because he seems like he wrote a lot about. Why are always the biggest jerk alpha dudes women 
And then he's like, oh, women don't want you to be sensitive. No. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. That, like, he finally figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> he's like an MRA back in the He's yeah. like a men's rights yeah. activist of yeah. the uh, yeah, yeah, they don't want the art sensitive, yeah, quiet, artistic yeah, yeah. type. I thought they would be like yeah. they like me if I draw. Like, yeah, no, no. no. Oh, well, also God, like that's. Devastating. I feel like that's going to be a theme. That's going to be a theme in comics because that's oh, a lot man. of people that end up doing comics. Oh, of course. Or like just like if you're going to talk about like whatever like misogyny or like that kind of stuff in comics, it's just by default like those are the guys that like they end up drawing. Because they're unpopular, or right. like there was a there's a cause and effect somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you just end up with this loop. Sorry to bring that. It's just it was just a, again. This is why I yeah. adore this. This might be my favorite documentary. There's so much it's detail. So, this might be my favorite of all the there. documentaries. Did you? I sent you that. Did you happen to get a chance to see that Siskel and Ebert review? Yes, I did. It was incredible. I've never Do you want to explain s- it to me because I didn't watch it. Well, yeah, go ahead. Siskel go ahead. and Ebert are mm-hmm. are facing the camera doing their classic 94, reviews. 95. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. right when this came out and they yes. basically gush over this document. I've yeah. never seen them both agree to this extent on any film, let alone an independent documentary. Right. And they're just basically saying it's the I mean, uh, Gene Siskel called it the best movie of the year at that point. Mm-hmm. Right, but that was early in I guess 95 is going to yeah. be my guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, we just the three brothers, me and Charles and Max, and hung around together a lot. We used to rummage around in this dump sometimes, looking for stuff. One time, my brother Charles brought this thing back from the dump. It was this beautiful wooden truck, it's like an ice cream truck made out of wood. I wanted that thing really bad, and he wouldn't let me touch it or anything. It was real spiteful that way. <laughs> so I made a big fuss, and I told my mother, and she said, Charles, let him play with that when you're through with it. And he said, okay. And so about 15 minutes later, he came in the house and said, okay, Robert, I throw that you can play with it now. So I ran outside, and he had smashed it to smithereens against the wall of the house. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. A new year is a new chance to focus on you. You're probably already picturing yourself struggling at the gym, but not all self-help has to mean suffering. Squeeze.com is making it easier than ever to elevate your wellness by delivering a juice cleanse right to your doorstep. It's the easiest juice cleanse you'll ever do that may aid in weight loss, eliminating bloating, clearing your skin, boosting your energy levels, improving sleep, and breaking bad eating habits. Meet all your health goals from the comfort of your home. Get free same-day local delivery or fast free delivery nationwide with code WONDERY today at squeezed.com. We care about the Oscars that much. I was wondering, we're talking about we we're talking about the documentary category this year and how oh, it was yeah. a little bit whacked. Like, well, I would say I think that Wiener was left off was like a huge. Oh, it was. Yeah, and I th- yeah. and we were talking. We were talking earlier. That I think it's political. 
Oh. I think it's just like because it's tied to Hillary right. and Luz, and I think they were just like, yeah. we don't want you to. Well, yeah. And Huma. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. So, like, yeah. But OJ's on it. OJ, 13. That's going to win. OJ's going to win. Oh, the I James know. Baldwin. I, don't know. Oh, really? I feel like James Baldwin has I'm going to try and what We're going to maybe go see that tonight. Oh, tomorrow. cool. Oh, I heard it's just I've heard amazing beautiful. things. Oh, really? I heard it's beautiful on every mm-hmm. level. Yeah. Huh. But it's going to, it? again, I can't believe it's going to be like Crumb, though. Like no. Baldwin is going to be about this super literate right. dude who is just like, guys, you got to be kidding with right. the Jim Crow already. Mm-hmm. Like, like <laughs> Get out of here with your Jim Crow already. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Just, you know. Baldwin didn't think women were just legs and pussies, I don't think. I don't think he would well, draw that. I don't know. I haven't uh, seen it. I haven't seen I haven't it. I thought he was I've, gay. So I haven't I don't, seen I'm, it. Probably not. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Like the, the one of those drawings yeah. that Crumb does where the, the just gets more and more abstracted yes. until it's just like legs and a, a vagina. Yeah. So that's so intense. <laughs> oh, our it's Crumb. Disturbing. It is, yeah. but the, it's disturbing. Like I hold back in my stand up. And funny. Yeah. Like those little things he writes. Oh, in there yeah. Are really funny. They're super yeah. funny. Yeah. Or like even like the, the yeah, there is stuff. There's stuff like when we're talking about the racism versus racial thing yeah. uh it's just like a different generation will have different standards of sure because he's talking about like how max used to assault oriental women so right I'm like, I'm like you know i was like probably 90 and these guys are old i'd let that slide but someone else might not you no. know oh, so I that's see. something i guess that's something to think about when if you've never seen this before and <laughs> someone who's a little bit like it's like it's super not woke yeah no. Say. no crumb is super not woke it's, but um, it ain't woke but in his sense of like it's that era and like that countercultural stuff, you would push a lot of buttons. Like even like you know the 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 N word hearts in the can. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like that's like a thing where you can. Okay, I think I know that there is an edge to this that is critical of it, but it's also of that language. So right. that's something to think about. Yeah, when you're watching it now, time and place. Time Trig- and place. So for these sure. are trigger warnings you're giving people. I don't know if that's what I'm giving people. I mean, <laughs> what's honestly, happening right what now? Is I don't know. What, I don't know what's happening. He's like, Crystal, you're gonna watch. It's gonna start, and you're gonna see a ceramic ass. <laughs> yeah. So if you can't handle that, you're yeah. gonna shut it off. You should just shut in it the off. beginning. It is an adult movie. It's Absolutely. definitely. There's a lot of theme. Oh, okay. I had forgotten this thing about Max actually like taking the molesting and like yes. assaulting women. Yeah. Essentially. And like somehow when like I saw in this San before. Francisco? Yes. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Or maybe back in Philly, actually. No, he, said in, he, he was still it was in the marina. In no. Oh, really? Well, Max, wait, okay. Let's, let's, let's. <laughs> the pulling down the pants? Yeah. Well, there's more Asians in San Francisco. So right. it might be why he moved there. That yeah, could be one of that the, could uh, be. One of the answers. But um, I had completely blanked that out from my memory of this movie. Like, I had even forgotten about, like, the ending with Charles. I just, my main memory from this, because I already know a lot about, I've seen a lot of Crumb's drawings. Mm-hmm. My main memory was just that, like, SRO situation with right. Max. I forgot about the bed of nails and the ribbon. But yeah. just, like, I just remember, oh, it's really sad. His brother is, like, sitting in this really disheveled situation. Yeah. And his other brother is about to move to France. Yeah, and, yeah. And, like, live, like, this live out this like you know fantasy life right but but i forgot about the the crime part of it yeah, yeah i mean he talks about being in the marina and following this beautiful girl in the marina okay, yeah okay. and then pulling her pants up but i remember after because i've always loved this documentary and i moved to san francisco in 97 i remember him being in the newspaper for doing something as well oh really okay yeah, so it's after, repeated yeah, yeah even after this it and came just seeing how he wait, is wait when you say for doing something like like he, assaulting he, or, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I Not, think, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wasn't like an well, order. he's like clearly like some level of like OCD or something too. It's like his impulse control is bad. Like they were talking about him as a kid pushing. 
And I, this was confusing to me. He kept pushing the bathroom door open when someone was in the bathroom, and I wanted to say it was one of the sisters, but it might have been. Uh, I, I don't think it was the same name. There's, hmm. They said the name of the girl. I don't think it was one of the same names as the sisters, but he just compulsively opened it and then had a seizure. So he's got this thing where like any kind of sexual... Right. Around, he even talks about it. Yes, he does. He yeah. like if he's like All right. wants to like or is it Charles that says he wants to he has no sexual feelings anymore. Charles says Charles says Charles yeah. says he's that, had it drugged out of him. Right. But Maxon says that he can't have sex because he has seizures if once he gets mm-hmm. has, has mm-hmm. sex. So yeah. Yeah, that's like that's Crumb all brothers. fucked up. Crumb one, brothers. One of my, I know, yeah. right? One of my favorite scenes, though, is when mom is finally on camera. Oh, yeah, mom. And, and they're having a good laugh, and she's got her little cigarette, and then, yeah. <laughs> and then she, uh, uh, our, Robert says something about castor oil, and she's like, I never did that. And he's oh, like, yeah. well, someone gave us enemas. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Because she's talking the about- enema thing, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, my God, that. that scene is too- It's very short, but it's like, you're like, oh, my God. Well, you nuts. see her even just, like, Charles says something that's clearly, like, kind of truthful and sort of about the way they grew up. And then she just, like, immediately just, like, negates it. And he's just like, all right, if you like, you're gaslighting yourself, right? Or something yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. basically. Yeah. Well, people, you know, horrible parents will rewrite history. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. And every occasion, they can. and 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 Charles talks about narcissism, you know, as well. Right. You know, like narcissism coming from being wounded. Yeah. You know, it's a defense mechanism. So, like, you know, mom won't probably tell the truth mm-hmm. at some point. There's a know. lot to. I I know this is a very common term, but I feel like it does apply here. Unpack. Oh time. yes, a yeah, lot to for sure. Here. It's a blooming onion. Even talking about it now, like, yeah. oh right, yeah. There's so much. There is so much implied, yeah, and not actually. And you know, they didn't spell that. I kind of like that Zweigoff didn't shy away from showing um, R. Crom in some unsatisfactory light. Like you know, when, when he's talking to his ex girlfriend in New yeah, York, right. and he grabs her face and. <laughs> Uh, do you yeah. remember that camera starts to shake yeah. and then they don't even he doesn't yeah. like it's not I'm not worried about my my buddy Terry over yeah. there like oh he's you know he well, just had a little balance issue. They even talked to some like uh, a Mother Jones editor. <laughs> oh that's right yeah who well, takes about, him to task. Yeah, kind of about the these topics yeah. you're talking about, right? And yeah. then as well the journalist in San Francisco, it looks like they're sitting in Zuni Cafe. Oh yeah yeah, when she's like yeah, I I read Zap and it terrified me cuz I thought right. that's what womanhood was going to be like yeah. or something like and that. And and I actually think Crumb gave a pretty pretty interesting answer to that which was right. not everything's intended for children you know and yeah. like i wouldn't let my daughter watch goodfellas watch goodfellas yeah. cuz it's horrifying she's going to have nightmares so you should keep some of that stuff away and mm-hmm. i think that, i was like well, well that's a that's a good answer mm-hmm. might have been canned from all the years of people saying well that's also like a, there's a long history of people trying to like regulate comics you know there's the comics codes like the decency like the ratings codes they had for comics oh, back in the day I so part know. of underground comics the point of underground comics in a way was that it was like Gonna be like the sex, drugs, rock and roll version of comics. Complete yeah. liberation. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. So uh, it is interesting that him. He clearly could. Their family could get a bunch of stuff out of just watching Treasure Island. Right. So I don't know, or like Long Dog Silver. Yeah. So it's like you know whatever you're gonna imprint on. There's a lot of like just stuff that imprinted on them as kids that yeah. ends up being weird fetishes later or like I, I shouldn't say weird fetishes maybe let's not put a judgment on right, fetishes they're right. just fetishes like they, yeah right yeah exactly just when you cross a line just for me they seemed weird <laughs> yeah, yes <laughs> that's yeah. all so now yeah. it's about yeah. Oh, you know what? That. Hey, if you want to swallow a ribbon, Wayne, you're allowed to <laughs> yeah. swallow a ribbon in my house. You just right. have to make sure to shit it out at your house. Well, he sh- I think he showed us how he would use it <laughs> earlier. Uh, do you guys have? You have? Do you have siblings, Wayne? Yeah. 
Yeah. And how, how, where are you in the hierarchy of... Well, it's a very complex oh. situation because I... My mom, my dad died when we were young, and she had four kids. I was the youngest, and then my mom remarried mm. and had two others. Right, right. And even though they're step siblings, mm -hmm. they're your fe siblings. Yeah, they're yeah. just they feel like full on. I have right. the same situation. You do, yeah, so, a similar situation. So you have yeah. six. So there's six, but I was the youngest of the first four. four. Got uh, it. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. And you grew up in the house with the younger two, or no? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. Yeah, oh, you're yeah. all siblings. Yeah. yeah. Now. And they, we all have the same last name. Like when my mom remarried. We got it, our new adopted names and stuff like that. Oh, okay. got it. So it was same last name. Okay. So it was like one big family. Is there Are a pre-Fetterman name then? Yes, or, there yeah. is a pre-Fetterman. What's pre the pre-Fetterman name? Well, it's nothing it's I not talk about, talk but about. I will over. I will. Yeah. R. Crumb it while we're yeah, in the yeah, world of yeah, uh, like, complete honesty. Yeah. The name on my birth certificate is Wayne Monchin, M-O-N-D-S-C-H-E-I-N. Mm -hmm. Oh, German? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exclusive. Drop, 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 drop. Exclusive. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's what I was... Munch. Yeah, and I remember, like, because... Is Fetterman a funnier name for comedy? I, I think it's, it is. It is. I think it is. It is. It's got it is. a da-da-da yeah. kind yeah. of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the rhythm. Yeah, yeah it's, it's got Munchin. a Munchin. Yeah. and that's hard Munchin. to pronounce. Yeah. And yeah. Know, but it does. It means, like, moonlight or moonshine. Moon. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's cool. So I'm basically, I bring moonlight to the world. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Sorry to... That's why you work late at night on things. Are you the only artist in your family? My brother is a film editor. Oh, Andrew. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, he uh, actually got nominated for a movie called The Sixth Sense. Ooh, heard of it? Like edited famous, that? Famous for editing. That's yeah. amazing editing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That is Thank amazing you. editing. Thank is you. that I see dead people? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Does he live here in Los Angeles? No, he's oh. in New York. Got it. All New York based. Mm -hmm. Fuck, man. Yeah. Did you get your start? But he in was very. He was uh, very. Uh, you know, much more of an achiever than I was. I was like, because he, I was, I was a year, like a year behind him. Mm -hmm. But he was, you know, super smart, good mm -hmm. athlete, and all of that stuff. So a lot of times when I was like, oh, I had your brother Andrew yeah. last year, and I was like, well, just, just stop, lower the, the bar. So, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm gonna be a different kind of student. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be, you know, talking That's, a lot. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> be, I'll be good. I'll be, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm a smart kid, but yeah. not like him. So. so you're kind of like to a point, you were youngest child, and then you yes. were then you were middle child. So exactly. you had you had both experiences. Yeah, yeah. that'll fuck you up. A little bit. I mean, I guess it? I'm kind of like that too, really? except I'm like 20 years older than my brother oh, and sister. Okay. Oh, well. But my dad's so really yeah. not middle child. We didn't grow up in the same house. Were household. you the youngest of that? I was the youngest in the initial group yeah, too. That's yeah, so, we have that in common. With my older sister. Yeah. So, what's happening here, yeah, guys? I was, so here's my, I was the youngest of four, and my dad married my stepmom who had two kids. Oh, okay. Yeah. What age? Brady what Bunch age? style. So I was the youngest, and then I. Uh, one was the stepdaughter was old, one older than me, one younger oh, than me. Yeah, so it kind of moved me up as so well. So Brady Bunch style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they mixed in the ages, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, they did. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, a lot of comedians are youngest kids. It mm, seems a that lot. way. Uh, yeah. Overwhelming. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's some That's exceptions it. to it, but I think mm -hmm. Seinfeld's older than his sister. Or something, right. But mm -hmm. I think that, I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. You're looking for some kind of a, your figure. Yeah. And also, course. here's another reason. I know this is a total side, and I know you want to close up this podcast, but is the, uh, that I feel like when you're the youngest, you get, ver your verbal skills are more elevated because you have, you're right. You're surrounded oh, by and culture too. Your your, yeah, yeah. your brothers and sisters are bringing yeah. your home references albums. are going to be. Yeah. So you're, there's mm -hmm. already more in your comedy quiver right. that you that you right. can uh, yeah pull you out associate with older. Actually, speaking of like, what do you think about that theory? No, I like it. I think it's, I like I think it. it makes sense. Also, yeah. like 
that was reminding me of like the way that everyone spoke kind of similarly. All the brothers mm. have a similar yeah. speech rhythm, pat, speech yeah. rhythm, different tenor of vocal, yeah. a different tenor and how of they voice. Stretched out different but words. The way they everyone kind of had a monotone yeah. that would occasionally like, yeah. and they're all clearly really smart. Yes, but yeah. Well, we Aff- haven't affectless. We maybe. haven't gotten to the big, the big splash, the big finale, the big oh, twist, which yeah. is that Charles at the end. Are we going to say this? Shouldn't we? Yeah, people have seen it. Yeah. The way this show works, people... We, we assume I had people have seen it. Look, I'd seen this movie years ago. I forgot about this fact. Yeah. I knew that something... I remember there being a twist. So here, Charles gets married at the end. He, he <laughs> leaves the house. He, he right. has sex right. once. Has it's amazing. One it's on ca- and yet a kid from <laughs> yeah. that. He doesn't that have kid? his teeth in his wedding photo. It's very strange. Art Crumb illustrates him having sex for the, the first time. The kid oh. just graduated Stanford. <laughs> They're doing great. Uh, she is great. <laughs> Amy. Yeah. It's Amy Crumb. Yeah. Amy. She's in her marketing. <laughs> she's gonna be on girls. Yeah, yeah. yeah, she's, she's, yeah. Girls. You have to, if you're the granddaughter of someone famous. Yeah, you're on she's girls. doing super yeah. well. Uh, well, now I don't know what to do. Should we not say it? Or just... I would not say. Okay, we're not gonna say it. Say it. I would not. Here's here's what I'd like to say, if... especially if people have not seen it. Right. Okay. Yeah. Watch it, and when Watch you get it. there, this is this is what I want to say to our listeners. Two things. One. Hashtag fuck you, Paco. If, <laughs> when you see that. One is if you're if there's any corrections you want to make because of our Fetterman ban, which is what we're gonna call it on yeah. technology. Go to our Facebook page and tell us what we got wrong. Man. Two. It's gonna be a lot. Watch it, lot. and then let us know what you thought on our Facebook page. Yeah. Subdoc really? podcast. Should we leave on a little bit of cheap suit serenades? We should. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll, we'll have Will drop that in. And then we're going to do some Patreon posts. Yeah, and then we'll do some uh, other stuff. Yeah. Wayne Fetterman. This has been very enjoyable. This has Thank been you great. for coming Thanks, to Wayne. the house. Thank All you right, so cool. much. Awesome. Thanks. Hey, thanks for listening. You can find more episodes of SupDoc, show notes, updates, and more at SupDocPodcast.com. We're also on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at SupDocPodcast. And you can also email us at SupDocPodcast at gmail.com if you have show notes, corrections, or if you want to hear us talk about a specific documentary. We also appreciate anyone who can donate to our Patreon. Check out Patreon.com slash SupDocPodcast. And if you can't donate financially, please just like and subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find podcasts. Thanks also to Documentary News for their ongoing support of the show. Yeah, and the show is produced by Will Scoville. Our theme music is by David Siegel. Mm-hmm.